going to take a second to talk about today's sponsor, The Lesson Foundry. The Lesson Foundry is a 100% remote music lesson site. They have passionate and incredibly skilled teachers that provide classes for singing, flute, guitar, just to name a few. With all lessons being totally remote, this resource gives you the opportunity to maximize the time you have with your teachers during each lesson and less time commuting to your appointments. The Lesson Foundry is extremely easy to use and laid out in a very user-friendly format. You can see details about each and every teacher, including how many years of experience they have, degrees that they have in the field, and other related achievements. All lessons can be catered for you to learn exactly what you want and how you want to. Most half-hour sessions cost between $35 to $40 per week and signups are for one month. However, you can cancel it at any time. This is a perfect gift for yourself or for the music lover in your life. The Lesson Foundry has been kind enough to provide our listeners with an exclusive promo code for $25 off of your purchase of any lessons by using code 2GHOULS, 2GHOULS. Uh, call 410-404-8226 to speak with a representative about the Lesson Foundry or click the link in the description below. Thank you, Lesson Foundry. Do you love iced coffees from Starbucks, macchiatos from Dunkin', or Cafe from McDonald's? Meet Java Sock, your drink's new best friend. With Java Sock, gone are the days of the drips, condensation rings, heat, or cold on your hand. With hundreds of adorable, seasonal, personable styles to choose from on their site, there's a Java Sock for every on-the-go drink you can think of. Coming in an array of sizes, cuts, and shapes, there's a sock for every occasion. Visit Socket.com or by clicking the link in the description and use code 2GHOULS10 for 10% off of your entire order anytime from now until April 20th, 2022. Thank you, JavaSock, for supporting 2GHOULS Podcast. Welcome to the 2GHOULS Podcast. I'm Katie, and this is my lovely co-host and cousin, Sam. Really? What? Like, I don't believe that shit. Oh. They photoshopped their grave oh. and they did it for months. Oh, hell no, I'm not looking at that. Oh, hell no, I'm not looking at that. Wow. Until they got King Teddy, Michelangelo. I literally have a picture on my computer screen right now. It's fucking real, dude. We're going to have to go, wow, wow. Hello, hello. Wow. Good evening. On the screen. There it is. Ooh, I scared you. <laughs> is your mic plugged in? No. Is it not? <laughs> oh shit! Happy Wednesday, ghoul friends! Happy Wednesday! How's it going? Oh my god, it's hooked up to my fucking headphones. There we go. I can. He- there you go. I can hear you. It's just the audio is like kind of crinkly, but it's good. Howdy. Welcome. We're so glad you guys are here. Welcome to the Two Ghouls Podcast. Yay. I was I'm like, so excited for today. So, I'm so excited. You guys have no idea. This episode is going to scare the shit out of you. So yes. I would recommend, you know, get something warm to drink. Find yep, yourself a, a snack, drink. you know, sit down, get a blanket, and we're gonna we're gonna scare the shit out of you. Yeah, we will be prepared have, today. Yeah, it's a lot. So just, just overall, yeah. I know someone called us out for putting trigger warnings in our show. You can fuck <laughs> yeah. all the way off, you stupid bitch. <laughs> and welcome to the Two Ghouls Podcast. This is everything here is a trigger warning. You know, yes. I just recommend you don't even watch without. 
Yeah, we got called that. snowflakes earlier this week because I, we I gave trigger that. warnings and we curse. Yeah. And we were told somebody still loves you even though you're a snowflake. But yeah. I mean, I we're don't know. I don't know about the... what Katie's content is, but like the content that I have, like it needs a big fat trigger warning because it's yeah. not only is it scary, it's like <laughs> real life stuff that, you know, like some people have probably gone through that maybe they don't want to hear about. So this exactly. is your overall trigger warning. And if that makes us snowflakes, then so be it. Whatever. Does it mean I'm okay, white or does it just mean I'm like. I know what it means. I'm just giving this guy a hard time. Um, I gotta pull up the horoscopes. Yeah, you pull up the horoscopes. I'm gonna go through um our opening messages. Thank you too. Uh, we have Java stock today. Use two goals ten for ten percent off of your. Yeah, I got our Java stock here. Also, look at this cute witchy Java sock. I wish I could show it. I know they're both they're super like astrology driven today. I, I can't yeah. see if you I don't know if you guys can tell my my, my camera won't focus, but it is so cute. So I cute. love it. And we got and our you little know what? Drinks. Can I say something about Java sock really quick? Yeah, absolutely. This is one of the most genius ideas because you want to know what it you can use it all year round. People think, oh, like a koozie, you just use it in the summer or whatever. No, yeah, no. For people who love iced coffee and don't want to drink hot coffee in the winter time when it's cold, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. one of the things that can keep you from buying an iced coffee in the winter time is the fact that it freezes your hands. Here's the answer. Yes. And then yeah. also in the summertime when your drink gets all watered down and stuff, Java sock keeps it cold. And the other part is it is insulated. So all of yeah. your hot or cold drinks, they stay cold or hot, whichever one you choose. In they're this so little cute. Thing. And they're cute. Check what? out the um, the link in our description for that, guys. You can check it out. And um, we have a little promo code for you guys. So, yeah. Thank you, And Java I think that stock. they just released a new collection like today, like they a boho did. collection. They did. And they have like all these seasonal collections. There's one for St. Patrick's Day, which is coming yeah, up. Guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Might want to get on that. Um, so y'all oh, check out Java Sock. Foundry as well. Yeah, check yes. out Java Sock and Lesson Foundry. Thank you guys for supporting the show. Support them like they support us for sure. Um, trigger warning: We already went through these, but if descriptive, supposedly true stories centering around gory, real life topics, paranormal encounters, and/or anything surrounding extremely descriptive true narratives involving terror, murders, sexual interactions, mental health, anything violent or potentially cruel in nature, we suggest that you just get the fuck out this podcast is not for you and you have been warned yes um yeah you want to all right do some horoscopes horoscopes uh if you guys want your horoscope read drop it in the chat for some reason my like sound is so shitty right now wait a minute it just got better yeah it sounds fine sounds weird they like why am i getting ads for the virginia lottery (laughs) Whatever. Why me, bro? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got we got Katie's horoscope. 
Let's see. She's a cancer. Let's see. Take action on well-laid plans today. Stay level-headed and seek pleasure by taking things steadily one step at a time. Watch out for a forceful, willful, fanciful mindset that will somehow cause conflict with your plans unless you consciously make an effort to keep the daydreaming to a minimum. The lines of reality may be blurred. Make sure that you find the lines of distinction before you proceed. Hmm. Hmm. That's kind of vague. I'm curious as to what that means because I don't know. Well, I know you're kind of like trying to get ready for a race and like vacation. So maybe that's that's I am. Maybe that's why. Yeah, I'm on day three of my diet, guys. (laughs) (laughs) It fucking sucks. I have a massive headache right now. Uh, Vicky says, do mine, please. Oh, and do Becca's and yours. And Brenna's. And Brenna's, yes. We got an area. We have a whole bunch. Yeah. All right. So mine is this is an intense day for you during which the disharmony of different realms of your life crops up and spurs you onto action. Others may be ridiculously stubborn today, causing tension and frustration mm-hmm. wherever you turn. Fun is the key to balancing out the equation. A jovial frame of mind and playful attitude will help remedy any situation that comes your way. Have a good time Aww. today. This is spot on. That is spot so on. spot fucking on. I love that. <laughs> and guys, I think, yeah. Do you want to explain what's going on at your house? <laughs> I don't know. Let me stop sharing for a second. I don't know if y'all can hear it, but. Um, <gasps> I can. As soon as you said that, I hear it. <laughs> There's God, literally same. somebody welding and sawing metal outside right now. It's this not is terrible. Day three. That's hilarious. This is day three, and it's been all day long. Um, my kids haven't slept. My my kids sleep. Get my my five year old went to. She couldn't fall asleep until almost eleven o'clock last night mm. because her sleep schedule screwed up. And then she woke up at seven thirty. Poor baby. My mm. nine month old woke up at five o'clock this morning. <laughs> because so. someone is outside welding. literally all day long and not to mention ever since like all of the ukraine and russia stuff has been going on which Mm -hmm. um you know like our thoughts and positive energy are going out to ukraine right now yeah because they're going through some really bad stuff but we live really close to the quantico marine corps base and ever since all this russia and ukraine stuff started they have been like test bombing all day long so not only is it the welding oh. and the metal sawing it's boom boom i mean and it's so loud it oh shakes the house oh my god that's craziness crazy. and it has just i had like a full-blown mental breakdown this morning because mm-hmm. from being overstimulated so mm-hmm. that's <laughs> that's the story oh, there he's gone yeah that sucks let's see Becca is a Sagittarius, I think. Sag. Yeah. Sag. Let's see. Hers is plan plan your moves carefully today. You have patience with the people around you. If you are working with others, be sure they're on the same page with their goals and aims that they aren't somehow working counter to your purposes. It could be that someone is acting or reacting on misinformation that is creating conflict with your thoughts and feelings. Mm-hmm. Do a reality check before walking out the door. Hmm. Hmm. That's, That's interesting. interesting. Well, there you go, Becca. Take that and do with it what you will. 
All right, let's see. Brenna is an Aries. So let's see. A strong desire to bring more of the fantasy realm into your own reality spurs your actions Ooh. today. You could discover that there is an intense desire to bring a sense <gasps> of the obscure to the normal everyday realm. You want to show people that life is really just one big comedy act. Encourage others to not take life so seriously. Be creative yeah. in your approach to helping people lighten up. I like that one. That one's I like nice. That one. I appreciate the playfulness and everything everyone's horoscopes today yeah keep it light keep it airy i like it all right and my mom is a scorpio here you go mom today is a very high energy day in which you have the physical stamina to accomplish quite a bit take care however that you have all the necessary facts before you venture out for your day's activities it could be that there is a hidden force working perhaps within your own mind to blur the lines of reality about a certain mm -hmm. issue check your sources and proceed with caution like typical of, scorpio <laughs> yeah yeah that's funny because sunny is a scorpio so that's interesting it's funny to think about a Scorpio like getting a horoscope as a baby, but I don't know. I like to think about it. Um, I mean, I do. I like everybody's horoscope today was like, keep it light, keep it airy, but make sure you yeah. fact check yourself. <laughs> so, okay, yeah. Noted, check noted. yourself. Check yourself before you Shrek yourself, I guess. Jeez. I'm so excited for today's content. I have so much shit, dude. I, oh, my God. Yeah. Guys, this episode is a lot. You want to just jump right in? Yeah. Do you want me to go first? Or do you want to go first? You go first. Okay. Jump right in. I'm so excited because like I I don't ever really get scared reading like Reddit stories and stuff. Yeah. It doesn't ever like give me that sense of like, ooh, I'm kind of spooked. Yeah. Reddit stories don't really do that for me unless someone's like reading them to me. But to, like I found the scariest Reddit story to the point where like you know when you are spooked and you get that feeling in the shower and you literally peek behind the shower curtain? That was me. I This story spooked me, which I'm going to tell it a little bit later, but I'm so I'm excited, excited to read it. that one specifically. Yeah. Let's see. Okay. So I'm going to give a trigger warning of animal abuse. So just remember today, guys, we're talking about people who have experienced pure evil pure evil so <clears throat> and this is from reddit after yet another argument with my mom over my depression where i tried to explain that my cat's abrupt violent death had left me severely depressed and she tried to explain to me that cats are furniture and it's impossible to be emotionally attached to pets she stormed out of my room, went to fetch my last surviving cat, and strangled her in front of me. Once I broke down and tried to claw my poor cat out of her grip, she released, she released the cat with a smirk and proudly announced that she was faking and only pinching the cat's leg to get a reaction out of me. Oh, my God. You pretended to strangle an animal to get a reaction out of Sociopath. somebody? Sociopath. That's crazy. Wow. I feel like you have to be evil to, e to even conjure something like that up in your mind. And That's then to disgusting. act on it? That's evil. Yeah. I can't yeah. imagine. That's definitely something, something mentally not quite right there. Not clicking. Right. Hmm. 
All right, let's do another one. And this one, I'm going to give a trigger warning of essay and um, rape as well. Mm. So my ex-best friend raped his half-sister and convinced all of us that he was innocent. He got three months of only weekends in prison, but the evidence was pretty much non-existent. And we all believed that his mom, who had already had no contact because she was crazy. So the mom basically put her daughter up to get back at him for forcing himself back into her life. So this is the story that the mom is, that they're coming, that the the guy who did it, he's saying oh, the mom was crazy and he told the daughter to make all of this up to frame me. A few years later, his other sister committed suicide at 14. We cried with him. We went to her funeral. He put the necklace that he never took off over her heart as she lied in the open casket. A few weeks later, it came out in her diary that he had also been raping her. Oh, my she, God. She killed yeah. herself because she saw how furious we all were at the people who convicted him and didn't oh think God. that she would be believed. Mm-hmm. I will never understand why that monster decided to put a token in her casket. I realize that she's gone and I don't believe that there is anything past death, but I still find it very hard to deal with the fact that she will literally never escape him. The necklace of her rapist oh and abuser God. and the person who ultimately killed her will lay with her over her heart forever. Oh, I would exhume her and rip that motherfucker right. off of her. That's disgusting as fuck. Yeah, I don't care how much it would cost. I would do anything. Right. It would take me years to do it, but I would do it. <laughs> I would do it's it. Ju- that's just so sad. That's so, so, so triggering. Oh, my God. And there's an edit to this <sighs> post, and it says... Thank you for the support, everyone. I don't really like dwelling on this too much because I still carry a lot of regret for supporting him during his first trial. Mm -hmm. To answer some of the questions, he went to jail again briefly and last I heard is living in a nearby city dating a girl with a teenage daughter. Oh, my God. Which is in breach of his court order. When I found this out, I tried to find information about his whereabouts so that I could report him, but I couldn't find any. To the people who say that I'm horrible for having supported him at the time, I agree, but there was so much more going on in his life and family dynamic that I won't post here. Hmm. We were friends for years and no part of me believed that he was capable of what he did. Life isn't always as simple as if someone says he's guilty, he is. He was in this case, though, and there is no taking that back. Jesus fucking Christ. How evil do you have to be to be sexually abusing two of your half-sisters and one of them killed herself? And you're the reason why she did that. And you take one of your, like, little mementos and bury it with her? That's almost like serial killers with their trophies. You know, some of them have to take an ear or somebody has to have, like... Skin lamp shades or whatever. Yeah, like... It's almost like that, but in reverse. It's strange. Yeah. God, so that's weird. Awful. 14, dude. Jesus fucking Christ. So sad. Bro, I don't have any fucking, I have no ounce of anything inside of me when it comes to having mercy for people that rape or nope. hurt children. I just, I can't, I don't understand it. It fucking drives me I can't me wrap crazy. my brain around it. 
yeah this sounds like really off topic <coughs> here but yeah my uh we had a acquaintance i guess i could call him he wasn't really our friend but i think i told you this but it recently came out that he was raping his three-year-old <gasps> three oh old. that made my stomach drop oh it was so disturbing to find Ugh. out i mean i i oh my god we used to go like gun shooting with this guy like we used to go out and like have like double dates on the occasion like we weren't super close but you know right. they were there we hung out joey used to live oh with them yeah oh my god i know i know Ooh, that like literally turned my stomach upside down <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's like one thing to fucking rape someone, but your own child and a child age. It's just like it's like one thing after the fucking other. It's just I don't understand that. Fuck you if you fucking do anything like that to children. You can go to fucking hell. Burn. You can go to the hell of hell. I don't give a fuck about the deepest pit for real. That's why I don't even give a fuck about talking about them because it's like you're a piece of shit, dude. You deserve to be put on fucking blast. I hope. Right. Bits in your fucking face that you have to go up to in your fucking neighborhood. I hope everyone looks at you with disgust for the rest of your life, you stupid mm-hmm. fucking bitch. And I feel the same way about that guy too. The one you were just talking about. I know. I yeah. Oh my hand. Mm-hmm. All right, let's see. This one a short one. I was probably the last person that wasn't a family member who talked to my coworker the night before he bludgeoned, disemboweled, beheaded his wife and his daughter. He also attempted to do this to his son, but the son caught a glancing blow to the head and was so bloody that he slipped away. My coworker mm-hmm. also attempted his own life, but knives hurt. He got 90 plus years. Good. The nerve of people to be able to do something so terrible to other people and then to turn around and like say like they're gonna kill themselves. Yeah, (laughs) and then can't do it. (laughs) You stupid. Oh if only you had that much compassion for everybody else around you, stupid bitch. Right. Jeez. And I have That's so true. I didn't even think about that. The fact that like, yeah, they're willing to do it to everybody else but not themselves. I know. It's just what a smack in the face. I've got a I got a TikTok. What? Let me see. Oh why is it coming through the PC? Oh, I have no idea. Hold on a second. That's why. Oh. <laughs> no, the sound isn't sharing. Oh, I have to hold up. Hold up. I oh, gotta no, go back. You're good. Ooh. Do what you gotta do. <laughs> I just have to re reshare. Oh my gosh. Here I we didn't go. realize how messy it was, but yeah, I really... Whoa, can you hear it? Uh do it again. Go into and do homework in yeah. between classes. It worked right. out well because the office was literally just a block away from campus. Occasionally, he would need an impartial witness to view last will signings. These were often done in the office and generally a painless affair. Sometimes, though, we had to load up and go to an old folks' home or private residence to sign a new will. The one I remember most was a little old lady who was probably the smallest adult I have ever seen. She was completely bedridden and could only turn her head to look at you. She spoke in the quietest, softest voice you have ever heard, but she was fully aware of what was going on. She explained to us that her eldest daughter, who at the time was the power of attorney for all medical and financial decisions, had taken everything from her. All her savings were gone, anything and everything of value including jewelry, titles and deeds, real estate you name it. Problem was, everything was spoken for and assigned previous will to be divided equally among all the old lady's children upon her death. 
So the eldest daughter essentially had stolen everything from the sweet old lady and her siblings, illegally. When the old woman had confronted her about it, the eldest daughter had lashed out and hit the old lady several times, and that was why she was bedridden. She wasn't expected mm. to survive long, having been mm -hmm. beaten, but she didn't want to press charges on her daughter. Instead, she had my mom's lawyer boyfriend write the eldest daughter and all of the grandchildren and great-grandchildren from out of the will entirely that she had to return and surrender all stolen property to the other two. She would get nothing. What is the most evil oh you have Oh my god. Uh -huh. Maybe I'm missing something here, but was this grandmother potentially like a jerk in her early life? I have I no idea. But... I That's have no crazy. clue. But the daughter still like stole everything from her That's and then beat her up. Crazy. Okay, yeah, very true. When you put so it, so it's like, like yeah, because it said the reason why she was bedridden and like wasn't expected to survive is because the daughter beat her up. That's so like fucking crazy, bro. Right you out the wheel. My brain just does not wrap around the fact that there's real people like that in the world. Do me so. either. I just don't. My brain just is like, oh, that's a cool story. Yeah. Like, oh, that's, <laughs> that's like, that's cool fiction. Notice. Ooh, spooky. <laughs> oh, wow. Like, I can't imagine that actually happening in real life. Me but either. the crazy thing is, is, I know people that have done stuff. Kind of right. Like you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not to that. I mean, Vicky knows what we're talking about. <laughs> I mean, not to that degree, of course, but, yeah. you know, elder abuse for sure. Definitely. Yeah. Ageism. But it sure. still doesn't like it doesn't click. It does no, not I know. click. I know. <laughs> it's like, no, it's not really Yeah. Honest. That's just imagined it or something. Are you, you're there and you, you right. <laughs> or like you're there and you experience it firsthand and you feel like you're in yeah. the twilight zone or like <laughs> Yeah. And you're just I like, was right there. Yes. I know. I know. God damn, I know. Ugh. I do the same shit. All right, I got a story for you. You ready? Yeah. I titled bitch. this Spooky Bitch Ex-Father-in-Law. <laughs> I was just a kid and my parents were visiting my dad's mom and half-brother. During our visit, my parents, siblings, and I took a trip to visit a man-made lake that my dad was curious about just out of town. While driving around the lake, my dad noticed his ex-stepdad's truck and he pulled over to see if he was actually around. Out popped my ex-grandfather and smiled as he embraced my dad. I had never met the guy, but I'd heard a lot about him and knew that he and my grandmother had been divorced for a number of years. I was ever curious about this man that was in half of my dad's life, so I hopped out of the car to say hello just half a meter away. Um, I felt the pressure around my body. And when I when he said this, I was kind of confused for a second, but I guess it was just talking about like this all-consuming feeling. Right. I felt pressure around my body and instantly felt the need to be alert. Frightened oh. by the sensation, I grabbed onto my dad and timidly said, hello, before my dad quickly ended the conversation with my grandfather and took me to the car. Hmm. A few years later, after reminiscing on memories, dad told me he remembered that experience that I had and had told me that he noticed I felt the man's evil aura and he felt that he needed to protect me. A little while later, as an adult listening to my dad and his siblings talk, I learned that my ex-grandfather had been in prison for sexual assault and that he had also sexually assaulted his own children. Oh for all God. I know, there's probably more disgusting things he's done that I have not been told. His children that still hold his family name are currently still in the process of taking on the surnames of my grandmother and her relatives so they don't have to be associated with him any longer. Wow. Crazy. I know. 
What is it, it with means- creepy old grandparents? Like, keep uh, your dick in your pants, bro. Like, I don't it's know. Not that hard. That's when I could really, I could, like, that's the only time that I can really understand, like, elder abuse. Like, I'm, I'm going to yeah. take y'all back yeah. and hit you with a baseball bat. creepy doodle near you, you should. <laughs> <laughs> it's not funny, but, like, <laughs> yeah, that's one time that you can actually understand it. Yeah, sorry. Joey uh, walked in and was like, is Sunny at face? I was like, yeah. <laughs> Isn't but it yeah. weird though, like when you can feel somebody's negative energy? I don't know if you've ever yes. experienced that. Oh, I so have. I so it have. is. Ugh, it is I, got, I don't know if you can see this sense feeling. Oh yeah, I can. Goosebumps. I know. Have you ever uh, felt like it. when you're alone? Like I used to work at a camp, and then the off season when there was no campers around. This was like in the fall and the winter. Everything was like cold and dark and all of the cabin lights were out. And like you would be walking from one cabin to another. And in between, it would be like maybe like 300, 400, 500 yards sometimes. Like the camp was massive. And you could feel all around you, which is nothing but pitch black woods, that something was just watching you. It was that nasty feeling. I know. And I've definitely, I've definitely felt that energy Ugh. i've felt the energy of being in the presence of someone physical feeling like they're not that right guy. i don't know it's something you can't really explain it's a sixth sense for sure and i feel like a lot of people have it i've had experiences which i know my mom has had experiences like this too which for me it's only happened a couple of times in my life and i don't normally see auras like hardly mm. ever like very rarely but there have been like a handful of times maybe like three or four times throughout my entire life where I have been like in the grocery store or in a store somewhere out in public Mm -hmm. where I have like walked up and seen somebody with like a black aura it's like a black (gasps) cloud around them and it is the most unsettling feeling and it just feels like straight up evil it's Mm. And I believe you, dude. I believe that even if you feel like you can't see auras, yes, you fucking can. You just are not in tune with your like sixth sense. There and are you certain people. How yes, you can definitely. I feel like I'm not super in tune with that side of myself, but there have definitely been times where I can look at someone and I'm like, I need to stay away from you at all costs. I just yep. know you feel it. You know it. Oh yeah, and oh, it's like God. you better listen to your gut. Feels. Yes. Anytime you ever, ever, ever have a gut feeling, you must listen to it. I always, I will stand by that for the rest of my life. The last time I had that feeling was when Pop Pop passed away. I was driving down Route 3. I will never forget it. I was like, if I don't go see Pop Pop right now, something bad's going to happen. And maybe that was my OCD. But And I always say that. Maybe it was my OCD. But legitimately, that is the day he went to the hospital. He never came home. He passed away. I believe in it. Happened the night Meemaw died, too. Yeah. Same or the day Meemaw died. Same thing. It's the same thing. It's just the same thing. It's the sixth sense, you know. It's unexplainable. Yeah. But it's like you're better off like always listening to it because Mm -hmm. most of the time it's going to be right. And in the slight chance that it's wrong, you're wrong. Oh, well. Yeah. At least you kind (laughs) of went on a wild goose chase trying to figure. I mean, yeah. It's like, would you rather not follow that thought or not? I mean, if it's like a bad thought, don't follow it. But then it's really your OCD. Don't run your exactly. car off the road. Like that's yeah, not what we're talking about. No. <laughs> <laughs> those but um, yeah. 
All right. Next one I have is called the weird kid in class. This one is the one that I had to like take a break from. Oh gosh. Right. My senior year in high school, I was taking an art class. Most of the other students were juniors or seniors as well. In the middle of the school year, we had a freshman kid join the class. He would sit at the same table as me and my friends in the class. Our art teacher was cool, and we had a door that went outside to the side of the school that she would let us go out of and smoke cigarettes. I don't know what year this was, but damn, that sounds nice. (laughs) (laughs) One day, sitting at the table, the kid says, one time I ate four cigarettes. Like, what? We just thought that he was like a weirdo. Nothing more. I was going to the restroom one day from art class and I went out in the hallway as he was opening up the janitor's closet. He was looking around, but he still went inside being all sneaky. Like, I don't know how he didn't see me or maybe he just like didn't care if I saw him. I have no idea what he was doing. Again, I thought he was just being weird. Couple months later, he's completely gone from school. The front page of the newspaper has an article about the same kid being sentenced for raping a three-year-old girl. Oh, my God. Come to find out the school was very aware of this and had actually put him in our art class so that the teacher could keep an eye on him. The worst part in the paper, they quoted him saying she was asking for it regarding the rape. three-year-old? Yep. Like this kid thought he could get away with it or something. This dude was whack. Agreed. Death penalty straight silver bullet through the head. Disgusting, disgusting, disgusting. I hate that. Mm-hmm. How no, dare no. you? How dare you put the blame on a fucking child? God. Oh my God. That is probably one of the worst things that could ever, 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 ever happen. And I would, ki- I would kill anybody. I would kill oh, anybody I, if that happened oh to me or my child. I would. I would fucking kill. I don't care. I'll well, say that like, in it on live. I don't give a fuck. Oh, yeah. Like, and for those of you that don't know, oh my God, the cats are going nuts as they normally I'm do. At it. <laughs> um, some of y'all might know this. Um, River, my oldest, my almost six year old, she is not Danny's biological child. Mm. Danny has known her since she was two. So he's known her for more than half of her life. Danny didn't meet her for like almost six months after we got together. And even still in the first two years of us dating, I made sure to remind Danny on a regular basis, which he was never alone with her in the first two years of our relationship. But I made sure to remind him and look him dead in the eye. He's making noise in the kitchen right now. I made sure to remind him and be dead ass serious. You know that if you ever did anything to my child, that I would fucking kill you, right? Mm. And I mean it. I Joey mean and I were talking about that last night. Yeah. Oh, I believe you. Absolutely. And I would be <laughs> right there with you. I'd be like, where is he? <laughs> yeah. I told Joey last night, I was like, I love you. And our marriage always comes first because without our, you know, without our love, Sonny wouldn't exist. But I swear to God, if you ever did anything to Sonny, which he never would, I said I would kill him. I would. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and the thing is, saying. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing because it's like you don't believe that that person is capable of doing something like that or would ever mm-hmm. do something like that. You know. But because there's so many instances of people that you would never assume do something mm-hmm. like that, you feel the need to make sure to remind this person that I will fucking destroy you. Absolutely. And it's true. We would. We would. Yeah, and we would. <laughs> with my smile on that face. cup in hand i know oh <laughs> hell yeah oh fucking yeah 
bro, you know what time it is? <coughs> it's time for lunch. No, I'm just kidding. It's time know. for Factor Fake. <laughs> Oh hell! I like yeah. the music. Oh hell yeah! I love I love 80s music, bro. I found that in the <laughs> Canva or like the app or whatever, and I was like, oh yeah, that is like just right. That's like just. Right. <laughs> Can I also yeah. say before we start this that I've had this Starbucks for two hours and not a single <laughs> ice cube has melted. Like, oh, we love Java that. Java sock coming in clutch, <laughs> guys. Seriously, if you are interested in Java sock, we have. The link in the description. They have all tons of cute. My microphone is falling as I'm talking. Mine falls Looks all like the it's time. gonna be one of those days where I have to <laughs> hold my mic like an idiot. I oh need God, to get a better boob. Did you see that? It was like fall. I was like, what is what is touching my boob? <laughs> oh my god! It was a ghost grope. My boobies. Damn it! God, that was stupid so funny. Oh it god. only cost me like 15 bucks, but look at me. I'm paying for it now. <laughs> <laughs> i don't even know how much this microphone costs but it still falls on a regular basis <sighs> i'm always going like this guys this is up. this right here is a full-blown example of why we 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 love our support you know we appreciate it <laughs> um that would help your support help helps Katie us get, get a new better mic. content and better um equipment you know <laughs> it's just it's what it is anyway you carry on i'm gonna go ahead and unplug my mic and get myself set up here all right i'm going to so we're doing fact or fake so let's see note to katie roll the intro which she did <laughs> <laughs> so i'm gonna show you guys I'm going to start with these tiktoks and i want to hear in the comments if you think Number one, that the video is real. And number two, if you think that this person is dealing with or captured something that is pure evil. So let's get it. Part one. Whoever's in here needs to leave. Like I've had enough of it. And it's just getting worse. Like really, really bad. Oh, I hate that. <gasps> All right, you need to leave. I've had enough of your games. I'm tired of being played. Same dude. So creepy. Oh my <laughs> God, the little kid voice. My camera won't focus. That is genuine fear. Factor fake. Factor fake. What do you guys think? If y'all want to wait until the part two to make your decision, that's fine. But like, oh, that the galloping, it reminded me of um, Paranormal Activity, the first one. Yeah. Oh. Oh, my God. 
Oh, I fucking hate it. There's no fucking way. I'm calling this shit out. That was too real. And if it was real, <laughs> I don't want to believe it. <laughs> Damn. Oh, I got goosebumps. Ooh, that's disgusting. Bro, that made me think of Kent's video, the one where he was like jumping out the window. Yes. <sighs> the shadow figure. <laughs> disgusting. 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 <laughs> So what do we think, guys? Do we think fact or fake? Fake. What do you think, Katie? What's your final decision? Definitely the first one. No fucking way. I don't believe it. It was too perfect. Really? I am a huge, I'm 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 an advocate for video number two. I think that was real. (laughs) It's by the same guy. It's the same guy. Is it? Yeah. It's the same person. Move. Right? He needs to My move. mom said fake. <laughs> fake. I thought that the first Which one, one. The first one or the second? I one? thought that the first one was real. I thought that the second one was less compelling. Hmm. But the first one with the galloping noises to me, brain immediately goes demon from paranormal activity. You know, so like when you, like, it seems like I think the more like production quality, the less like it's, it's going to be fake. So, like, the more there is in the video, the more I'm like, oh, that's fake. No way. It's too good. <laughs> but, like, someone standing in a corner, I'm like, fuck me. <laughs> that's my mom said real. both. Both? both of them are fake. Really? Well, my mom is like, she doesn't believe any of this stuff. Like, unless it happens to her, she's like, meh. Dude, Probably not honestly, real. I kind of, I kind of get it. I, get I it. kind of agree. I kind All of right. agree. Let's see. Ooh, sorry that keeps. Let's happening. take a look. See here. Let's take Let's a peek. What's the next one? Allahu Akbar. La ilaha illallah. Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. Ah! No. No fucking way. No. I no. I don't believe that. It looks I don't fake. believe that one either. I don't believe it. He goes, Allahu Akbar. <laughs> the thing is, is that there are a lot of YouTube channels of um, people over on like the other side of the world. Yeah. And I, mom said fake. fake. I think it's fake too. Fake news. But could you imagine <laughs> seeing something like that? Oh my I god! Fucking, I would just kill myself right there. I'd die. I'd have I would death. just, I just try to choke myself out or something because I can't go <laughs> on after that. What? I mean, what? What are you supposed to go back to? Like regular old nine to five life after something <laughs> like, like go back to your cubicle, go back to work, go go pretend like everything is fine in your boring life. You just right. saw someone go up into the fucking ceiling, like the grudge. I mean, come on, right. that's there's no way. The thing no, is, is it. that there's like all of these YouTube channels. And like, if you guys watch Nuke's top five, you've there's seen a lot of Hispanic videos specifically that yeah. scare the shit out of me and on it's, there. It's kind of the same thing. And also, I don't know what religion it is. So I apologize if I, um, if I'm incorrect, but I believe it's the, um, Islam mm. where like over in that part of the world, they feel like it's their responsibility 
to get rid of these things called jinns, which are like demons. And then that's why they go into these places that are like knowingly haunted. So all of these videos that you see on like Nuke's top five of these people speaking these different languages, they're doing it because they feel like it's their duty religiously to get rid of these demons. And they are genuinely scared. And most of the time I'm like, I don't know if this is real or not, but damn, if it doesn't sound like this dude is scared as hell. Yeah, that's what that's the only convincing thing about this video is how scared they are. I yeah, I mean, I don't think you can fake being that scared. I just I don't know. I don't know. I don't know anything about acting. So me either. But that's like with the first video that I showed when he showed himself with goosebumps. How do you fake goosebumps? I don't know. Maybe he was cold. Maybe he was uh, a little bit Maybe chill. they had it at like 40 <laughs> degrees in the house. That's true, it's I guess. Chilly. Maybe. That's we true. Don't, we don't know. Fact to fake. <laughs> Where? Here we go. He said, I see you behind there, bub. I'm going to mute it. See? This is Ugh. real. This is you real. believe this one. <laughs> yes. This one you're like, mm, yeah. Literally, it's be it real. is just a shadow, and I'm like, bingo. That, yep, you got That's me. It. That's it. That'll do her. Oh my god, <laughs> that'll do, pig. That'll I don't know. Do. That's. I feel like I've seen stuff like this Ugh. many times. I've never seen anything like that in my life, bro. Really? No. And if I, I have, I- damn, I must not remember it because it must have been fucking traumatic. Because I don't remember. I don't know. I don't remember. I feel like. I've seen stuff like that my whole life. So stuff like that also doesn't, it doesn't bother me. Hold on a second. This is Kent. <laughs> it is? Yeah. What the hell are you? <gasps> he goes, what the hell are you? I didn't realize that it was Kent until I heard his voice. I was like, oh shit, that's Kent. And then in the comments, in the comments, which I'm not logged in here, I should really log into the podcast the TikTok account. Ten times <laughs> it, the, the um creator was like oh this is from ghost of carmel maine in the comments but yeah i love ghost of carmel 100 percent believe that this is real oh yeah it's Ken. watch it again for sure i believe it what the hell are you why did it disappear like that <laughs> I was about to say the same thing. Why does it just go? It's like you click out of the browser on your computer. Bro, (laughs) that's not how this works. You're supposed to just duck down. There's no just shutting off. You can't. Also, is that, I'm assuming that shadow dude. I'm assuming that's probably the same entity that's up in his bedroom. If you guys don't know who we're talking about, this is Kent Burris from Ghost of Carmel. We've done a couple interviews with him a couple episodes Mm -hmm. back. I think the second episode and maybe the fifth or sixth. Uh, But he's he's got some of the most compelling evidence of paranormal activity I have ever seen. And I have been watching paranormal shit for my whole life. And Sam, yeah, yeah, you can vouch for that. Yeah. So I believe it. If it's Kent, I believe it. right my mom said i see shadow beings all the time see uh, same and i think i got what? it from her i think it's like a, a thing that's passed down what? i really do oh my god you know what you guys should talk to connor because connor really has seen some shit. really 
Yes. I know that. Like shit that I would love to have him come on the show and talk about, but he's he genuinely to too scared to talk about it because oh. he's scared it's going to pop back up. That's how bad it is. I get it. I yeah. used to be like that when I was growing up, when I was like, I believe I told this story on the on the podcast at some point. I think it was still one time when Brenna was on. I think it was mm. on the episode right before we switched over to it just being me, where oh. I told that story of like where I saw the shadow of the – where the legs were on the wall and the torso was on the ceiling and it went in front of yes, the TV. Yes, in the TV. I think about that every week. I mean, not every day, but like every week I'll be like, yeah, that shadow went in front of Sam's TV. And then I'll I, move on with my day. <laughs> it fucking scares me. When when that stuff was going on, because that was just like one of the biggest things that happened during that time frame. But that time frame was over several years. Mm. So um, I didn't really talk about it unless it was my mom because I was terrified that it was going to, you know, pop it back up. The energy was mm. going to be like, oh, you scared, bitch? You scared? Here I, I am. I know. And that's what Kent always says, you know, and I feel like I take everything from Kent, but like he says, if you give it your energy, your scared energy, it's going to get worse. Yep. So I agree. I, I agree you know, I, I agree. So mom, um, what do you think about that one that we showed from Kent, that TikTok with Kent, with the guy, with the shadow yeah. TV? Do you, do think, you that think that's real? It's real? I'm curious. I'm it's curious. Because so you know what? I think it was, I think it was on Halloween not of last year, but the year before that. It was before I had Arrow. Um, River was at her dad's house, and Danny and I went over to my mom's house. Danny had never been trick or treating, so at like twenty four years old, Aww. he or twenty three, he we took him trick or treating for the first time. Fun. And we dressed up as like scary clowns or whatever. But afterwards, we just went back to my mom's house and we're like hanging out with her in her bedroom, yeah. just sitting on the on the bed talking and yeah, shooting the oh, shit, and having some drinks or whatever. Oh. And then my mom and Danny look. Mom said real. Oh, real. Kent um, confirmed. <laughs> yeah, my mom and Danny saw a shadow person standing in my mom's hallway and i was at an angle uh, so i couldn't see down the hallway but they were at an angle where they could see down the hallway and both danny and my mom saw a shadow person wearing a hat <laughs> in the hallway Stop. i don't like that That's and danny got spooked and i i think my mom was like what'd you see that and he was like yep and she was oh. like had a hat on and he is like oh, yup. <laughs> had a hat on yup. <laughs> i would run back out the hallway and go like this <laughs> and then so we started watching like scary paranormal videos because this is what oh. we're used to at my mom's house i don't know what it, i Jesus think things are just kind Christ. of like attracted to her that's crazy i would love to have her on the show vicky i told her to come on yeah, please. The Undertaker hat. The Undertaker hat. Yeah, my. Ooh. They both said oh that God. it's like a, like a like a gambler's hat with a flat brim across. Yes, but it, and it's not like a, as tall as a top hat. It's a little bit shorter with a flat brim all the way around. Yes, almost like a Spanish settler hat. I'm assuming. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. That's so fucking scary. Right. I've never seen anything in my life like that. I want her to come on here and talk about some of the shit that she's seen because she really has. And her yeah. stories are spooky. Yeah, seriously. Yeah.
Do you hear that? Yes. Oh. No way. Nope. It's got to be Fucking the TV. Terrifying. TV. Tell it, me. They're saying it's nope. their own voice. No. I and don't want going, to believe it. But it's over and over and over again going, come here. Come here. I feel come like I've seen this video. I hate this video. Ew. I've seen this a couple of times. So listen. Here. Ah, God! I just wanted people to hear that a second time. Why does it sound like? Ooh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, uh. All right, y'all. What do you think? Fact or fake? I think Katie thinks it's fake. Fake, fake, fake is fuck, bro. <laughs> Too much production quality. You need to be a How shadow in the corner. Quality. He's holding the phone down the hall. He's like this, holding the phone down the hallway, like. Mm-hmm. Come here. Look, mom said pull. It's gotta be. And the music, <laughs> the music, the music afterwards was like. I don't know if don't the know. original person who did the video had the music on there or if it was After someone. Fact, yeah. Somebody else did it. Post it. So <laughs> I'm going to run to the bathroom and then I'm going to read the spooky story that I found. Sounds good. I'm going to roll. Be right guys, guys, get a break. Take a break. Take a, take a break. Take a drink. Take a drink. Take a sip. Welcome back. I hope everyone's pee was nice. I hope everything came out all right. (laughs) You know, you can only hope for the best because now we're getting into the lovely topic of religion (laughs) (laughs) and pedophiles. Oh, God. So. I'm sure a lot of you guys know exactly who I'm about to go into, okay? You probably don't right now, but you will, because everybody knows who this motherfucker is now. Listen. I know who it is. Yes, I bet you fucking do. (laughs) I grew up as a homeschooler, okay? I went to public school. I went to private. I went to homeschool. And I'm, I'm about to just go off script here for a little bit, because this family I was their number one fucking fan. You better believe it. I went to a convention to watch them speak. I was Did you really? I followed all of the girls on Facebook, on their Instagrams. I watched every single one of their weddings. I knew all of the names. Just Ginger, Jedediah, Jeremiah, Jackson, 
Jeremy, Jeremy, it just keeps All going. 20 of them. We're talking about the Duggars. Yes. I was obsessed with them. I had every book. I had all of it. I was obsessed with these girls. And what I'll was tell the you allure why. that got you so? I will tell you. I'll fucking tell you why. Because <laughs> well, I'll tell you. I, well, I'll tell you. <laughs> I was expect not expected. It was more of like they were like a role model. Like the girls were these beautiful Christian women. They were pure. They were saving themselves for marriage. They didn't cuss. They didn't bring up a fuss. <laughs> like there was nothing about them that was bad they were just these beautiful ladies that were in the eyes of god just perfect goody two-shoes and i wanted to be just like them i'm gonna show you guys the show with the denim skirts and the long (laughs) hair that they were not allowed to fucking cut and dude if you guys ever want to hear me just go in on the duggars i know everything about them we fucking could i don't follow them anymore obviously for obvious reasons that we're gonna get into don't you worry um but i'm gonna show you guys the show intro in case you guys are not familiar i'm just gonna pretend like you guys don't know who they are so follow me all right we're gonna share down the rabbit hole here we go down the rabbit hole of religious pedophiles hold on It's a little intense. I'm I'm holding my breath here. All right, let's see. Share screen. I'm going to make sure I'm sharing my sound. Hopefully I am. Okay, here we go. Uh, ooh, didn't mean to do that. Did I do that? Did I do that? Did I do that? I'm going to show you the show intro. Here we go. My internet is not liking me right now. Hopefully we don't get copyrighted for this, but if we do, you guys know where to go to support the show to keep us up and running. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Hopefully it's going to work. If you want me to show it, I can. Actually, you know what? I do. I do want you to share it. No, I'm glad that you mentioned that. You cut me off. I got you. Because I'm like, you know, you know, you know. Thanks for being patient, guys. Sorry about my internet. Winner, 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 winner. My family. We're the Duggars. Hold up. Open the Duggar. And listen to Michelle's voice. She is the mother of all of these children. I'm not going to say. I'm not going to say. all out of my vagina. <laughs> I'm not going to say what I was going to say. <laughs> but yes, oh. every single one of those children. And, you know, it's not their fault, but they, you know, they, they, they are a part of this, what is now known as the cult. But the belief that they have growing up is that be fruitful and multiply. That is what is in the Bible. They believe that the more we pollute, I guess is the correct word I should use here, pollute the earth with children, um, we are to spread the word of God. You know, the more kids that are out here in the world, the better. And you know, hey, I'm not shitting on anybody's religion. I'm not. I used to be no, a no. Christian, and believe it or not, I still consider myself to be one. I just don't follow along with the bubble that this family finds themselves yeah. in. I don't. You know. Also, I'm pretty sure that they had at least one more child after Josie. That. They did, but she passed away. I That's remember. Right. I remember because it was fucking traumatic because they fucking filmed all of it. It was very traumatic. Like there was like a little baby coffin and everything. Her name was Joe Joy. No, 
I don't remember. It was something like Jubilee. That was her name. Something with the J. Yeah, it was always a J, if you guys didn't notice that. <sighs> um, anyway, so, you know, very big Christian family. Yay, God. Okay? We're, we're, we're going into it now. Who are they? I'm going to show you a little TikTok explaining a little bit more in depth. If you want to click on that second one for me. Yeah, and I got we'll you. get into it. Yeah, get into it. Screen. TikTok. Okay, workers from my last video, I'm going to introduce you to the crazy cult family that is the Duggars. Okay, so Michelle and Jim Bob are part of a cult that encourages you to have as many babies as possible. So they had 19, they tried to have 20 children. I believe having more children will allow them to overpopulate the world with Christians and spread the message of God. Justin just turned 18, announced his engagement and probable wedding yesterday to 19-year-old Claire. They will probably have children very soon. Father Jill, touching. She was originally the goody two-shoes. I know. More than 20 children. And now she has left the cult and posts about sex toys on her Instagram. Whoa. Joe <laughs> about 22. Um, they've been married for three years and just announced that they're having their third kid in February. And he looks just like so. Josh, you get you. I know they all look kind of the same. Yeah, thirty. Okay, so for right. everyone curious, so you get the idea. She kind of just goes down the line of all the kids, whatever, whatever. She does not right. go into detail about homeboy Josh, which Josh. I think I have in the next thing. You'll see oh. the family photos. I would love for you to click on that, and I'm going to click yeah. on the wiki, and I'm going to read you guys a little synopsis of what we got going on here. Ooh. All right. There so yeah, give us a good view of the fam bam. Let's let's take a look here. Very All right. I, can we see Josh? You want to look up a picture of Josh too? There we Actually, go. now that we're at it. Josh. The stupid head. All of those kids are his. I remember when the first one was born, it was like a huge deal because he was the first to leave the family. Yeah, it was the first the grandbaby. It was a huge deal. Um, give me a second. I'm trying to make sure my internet's working here. Anyway. Jesus. There's I know. Madison. Oh my god. I think that's Madison. I can't I still his daughter. The youngest. Yes. One. I cannot yes, get and over it. Just had another baby. I'll I'll tell that part whenever you're done with your story because I did follow this whole thing. Oh, please, yeah, please recently. feel free. But to when you're done, I'm gonna knowledge. I'm gonna talk about that because that just please. fucking irks the shit out of me. Please All do. Right. So I'm gonna read you guys an article that kind of gives you, uh, you know, an understanding of what we got going on here. So I've shown you the family, but did you notice? Josh, that's his name. He's the oldest of the 19 kids. Um, only the Duggars would consider it scandalous for young women to wear pants, for example. But their brand of modesty is a very conservative one. Uh, let's keep scrolling, it says. This is one of those two articles. You got to like click at every picture. Let's begin with the Josh Duggar scandal that rocked the world. So Josh, keep in mind, has 
is not one, not two, but I think now three scandals that have come out for him. And the reason why I'm bringing this up specifically and why I'm not super uniform about this is because it is so much detail. There is so much shit that we could get into about this case. But anyway, let's begin with the Josh Duggar scandal that rocked the world. And I bring this up because religious, I don't want to call them cults. I don't want to say that, but this one specifically is a cult. So for the sake of the video, we're just going to say religious cults. There is a lot of known sexual scandals that happen within these church groups, whatever you want to call them. And this is an, is this yeah. another example? Um, I mean, they're in the, they're in the LDS. They're like, uh, they're Mormons, but they're super fundamentalist Mormons. That's that's where the the culty part yeah that's where the culty part comes in and no shame to mormons or whatever um travis alexander was mormon look at that not at all but yeah the fundamentalist part is what makes it really culty right way over the top right all right Let's begin with the Josh Duggar scandal that rocked the world. In 2015, In Touch obtained, that's a magazine, obtained a Washington County Sheriff's Office report regarding eldest son Josh admitting to multiple sexual molestation acts during his teen years, including some that perpetrated on his own sisters. So all of the Jana, Jill, you know, all those girls, the older girls, I want to say it was. This is all in a court case. They've all come out and testified against him. Um, You can look this up. So he did. He touched his sisters when he was a younger kid, which should have been alarming, you know. But um, it's kind of interesting what we're about to get into here, how the parents reacted. The story gets worse from there, unfortunately. Duggar patriarch Jim Bob Duggar, who's the dad of everyone, waited more than a year to report Josh's indiscretions to the local authorities. And he blocked them from interviewing the teen when they launched a felony investigation in 2006. Jim Bob and Michelle Duggar even defended their son's actions to Megan Kelly, who is a uh, live TV host. And after the news broke, Jim Bob and wife Michelle Duggar actually got defensive about their eldest son in an interview with Megan Kelly. Looking back, and I'm going to read this in my best Michelle Duggar. Looking back, we did the best we could under the circumstances. <laughs> Jim Bob told the then Fox News host, he was still a kid. He, he was still a juvenile. He wasn't even an adult. This was not rape or anything like that. This was touching someone over their clothes. Even Jill and Jessa Duggar, the sisters that were allegedly touched, defended Josh, saying it's a lie and that Josh is not a child molester. How stupid do they feel now? You want to know the craziest part? I remember when all of this was going on. I was in college. I remember it was my freshman year and I was devastated because I grew up. I told you I was a huge fan. I loved this family. So hearing about them going through all of this was very shocking and I didn't want to believe it. But um, I can remember there was much blame on the girls for not protecting themselves putting up safeguards as they would say and there are 
if you were to go online and Google and there's an entire Reddit subreddit of Duggar Snark. Duggar <laughs> shit. Duggar Snark. And I'm a part of it. I love it. Me too. Guys, go join it. It's great. There's a lot of information in there. It's a um, it's a rabbit hole, guys. You know, go down with uh <laughs> go down with the warning. But um proceed with caution. There is a, a graph or a picture, I guess, of their entire house, like blueprint. Yes. Yep. They have created their house in a way that protects the girls from the boys. There is yep. a list of rules in their home saying, am I, am I like, sh- um, it's lagging a little, okay. it's lagging a little bit. I think it's I'm just going to get you, internet. I was going to say, I'm going to get you to read the rest of the Duggar scandals okay. uh, tag. It's the it's the last one in the Google Doc. It should be under okay. um, what it was about. And it's number four. That's where I last was. Okay. Um, yeah, because yeah, I don't want you guys to have like a shitty stream just because my internet sucks. So all right, there we go. Anyway, so yeah, there is an entire list of rules that they have pasted in their house boys are not allowed to play hide and seek with girls if you are to be alone with a boy you must have a a chaperone or a buddy every child in the house has a buddy it's insane they refuse to let any of them go anywhere alone with any of each other everybody has to be in threes or fours or fives so they instead of tackling i guess head on the issues that they have with males touching they put the blame more on so the girls so that they can stay away from those situations where boys would be tempted to do so right boys as in their siblings which is just bizarre to me that this is something that they consider normal isn't it as far as I know, from what I've heard, is that one of the situations with his sisters happened during Bible study. And I've heard she this. Was sitting on his lap. Yes. Or Correct. maybe this that is in- allegedly, but yes, I have heard this. Yeah. Maybe this was in the most recent thing. I, I'm not sure, but I've heard that it was during Bible study that she was sitting on his lap and that he digitally penetrated her. That's what I remember Ugh, from the article. Disgusting, disgusting. Which is not over the clothes, if you want to. Disgusting. Ugh. Yeah, Ugh. it's gross. And another thing about that rule list I was just mentioning girls are not allowed to go into the boys' rooms and boys are not allowed to go into the girls' rooms. Once it is curfew, you are to be in your room and you are not to come out in the hallway. There are specific bathrooms that are for the girls and for the boys, which that one right. I kind of, I don't understand. I, I don't understand it in the sense that they used it, but it's like, yeah, I mean, some some big houses have bathrooms for girls and one has one for the boys, you know, well, you lots of siblings. That many kids, but you know, yeah. Like- but it is a specific rule. Share. Boys, nobody goes near the girls' bathroom. Nobody goes near the boys. And it is just that way because of what happened with Josh, I guess, in 2005, 2006. Um, but, yeah, if you want to keep reading, I think number four was where I ended it. You can kind of yeah. follow along. But, um, yeah. Yeah. Crazy. So That's the first um, incident. The, the Duggar family tutor, Tabitha Payne, married a man convicted of sexual assault. So they were implicated in a sexual scandal when the news broke that their family friend, 
Timothy Robertson, the now husband of Tabitha Payne, a woman who lived with the family as a tutor, was once convicted of a criminal sexual conduct in the third degree for having non-consensual sex with a woman. He pled mm. guilty, but he insisted to in touch that he was falsely accused. Uh, yeah, But he pled fucking guilty. What a psycho. And this is so, like, this right here is fucking doesn't even matter joy anna and austin forsyth maybe had sex before their wedding who cares who cares jesus i hate i hate how toxic ginger started wearing pants the whore who fucking cares crazy let's see i'm trying to get to where we're at with josh (laughs) here we go the Duggars family home was allegedly raided by Homeland Security investigations. November 2019, the family had an, a new investigation on their hands. Reports indicated that Homeland Security investigations were present at the Duggar home pursuant to an ongoing federal criminal investigation. Additionally, the HSI um, Homeland Security Investigation Unit didn't dispute allegations that one of Josh's businesses had also been raided. They had the legal authority to investigate financial crimes, money laundering, bulk cash smuggling, commercial fraud, and intellectual property theft. Cyber crimes, document, and benefit fraud. The Duggars have since denied that that, that any raid took place. Let's see. Ignore 11. Um, Yeah, I don't want to talk about... I don't know why they included a lot of these. Right. This is nothing. Okay, here we go. This part. <laughs> Josh Duggar was arrested and held without bond for unknown charges. In touch confirmed Josh was arrested on April 29th, 2021 and taken into police custody in Arkansas. At the time of publication, the soon to be dad of seven, so his wife Anna was pregnant at this time, was at being time, held. Yeah was being held in detention without bond. TMZ was the first to report news of his arrest and the charges against him have yet to be revealed, which that's not true now. At his court hearing the following day, Josh entered a not guilty plea to CP charges. So I don't know if you want me to say that word. Can we say child? And then you guys can guess the rest. Yeah. Rhymes with corn. Disgusting. CP charges. Mm-hmm. And he was found guilty by a federal jury of receiving and possession of CP. Josh went on trial on November 30th, 2021 in Washington County, Arkansas in his child oh, CP case. Um, prosecutors claimed that some of the images found in Josh's work computer showed minors under the age of 12. After just under seven hours of deliberation, a federal jury on December 9th convicted the former reality star on one count of receiving CP and one count of possessing CP. At sentencing, he will face up to 40 years in prison and a mm. quarter of a million dollars in fines. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, ignore 14. I want to go into a little bit more on that last part. It is so disturbing and I will give a major trigger warning now because the rest of this story is very very triggering. It's disgusting. They, they put that kind of lightly the, the very. Term. And I'll tell you, I know a lot more about this case than I feel like I really wish I did because Same. god, it is disgusting. But it is a known thing that he well, 
I, I feel like I, I wish I could just say it, but allegedly he is known to be someone that was videotaping these children. He was creating at least one oh, of these videos that. because they ended up finding out somebody's hand was seen in one of the shots of the video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the day that they arrested him from his job, they took pictures of his hands and they noted that there was a similar scar on his hand as the person in the video. The worst part about, I think, this entire thing was that they ended up finding a notorious video, apparently, yep. in the CP I was gonna, community. I yeah. was going to say that. Oh, of a child, a baby under yeah. the age of 18 months I was gonna being say under sexually two. abused and beaten. And Tortured. it is a notorious, a torture video. It's disgusting. He deserves to fucking burn in hell. It is known that he was sending and receiving, downloading, and messaging people that are in the CP community or wherever yeah. the fuck you go to get this web. shit. Wherever. It is on his computer, but his only, the only argument that he has made is that I didn't do it. Somebody else must have been on my work computer. Yeah. He is the only motherfucker at this fucking car lot. It's a fucking used car lot. He has the password. It is a password locked computer with yeah, his was... fucking family pictures on the fucking desktop. Yeah. Disgusting. It was like he had set up like a second desk, like a secret desktop that was like a second login that you had to. It was like secret to get into it, but the password that he used for that second secret desktop was the same password that he was using for like his bank accounts and shit. Oh, and like the he had the Tor browser on that, and then the only mm -hmm. things that were downloaded on that second secret da uh, desktop were um, it was the CP. And mm -hmm. that one, that one specific video, which mm -hmm. I, I know the name of it, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say it because I don't want anybody to go out there searching it or yeah. whatever. Um, it was those videos, but there was also like an invoice for a car made out to him. It was made by him on, that was like the only work thing that was on that secret desktop. Really? Really? Yeah incriminating and it like it was the same mm, password and it also that. like had his birthday in the past like 1989 or something whenever he not was only born. is he just so fucking dumb but he's a piece of shit like i mean wow Ugh. how bad can you get so yeah and i i asked this question <laughs> i feel like i'm like i could be on the fucking stand right now right <laughs> i asked this question do religious cult-like families such as the Duggars, do you believe that they breed child predators or sexual offenders? I believe that it can contribute. I think the overall intense suppression of natural urges, mm -hmm. 
thoughts, feelings. I'm not talking about stuff with children. I'm not talking about like unconsensual stuff. I'm talking about sexual desires and feelings as a whole. And being taught, yeah, normal. Being taught that these things are a sin if you're a teenager and you're not married. And like it makes you unpure or whatever. I think that that is dangerous. I think that that's really dangerous. Absolutely, I agree. I agree. I don't think that it's like all or like the potential no. for every one of them to be Fox there. But I'm a fucking pedophile from birth. But yeah. I do think the intensity of his actions are definitely brought on by the shelteredness of his childhood. Oh yeah, definitely, and the secrecy of it all. Not to mention one of the the one thing that I wanted to say about Josh that wasn't included in that article was in between these two cases. So the first one where the stuff came out about him and his sisters, and then the one that he's now currently in prison for in between these two, he got caught up in the Ashley Madison scandal. Yes. So if you guys don't remember what that was, I believe this was in like 2013 or 2014 where there was a breach to the website called Ashley Madison and it exposed many of the use. It was like 40, it was several thousand, if not hundreds of thousands of people who were on this website. This website was dedicated for married people to find mistresses. So turn out the last kid that Josh and Anna had, they ironically named her madison oh that's disgusting is that not fucking weird that's fucking ironic as i don't even know that's crazy and i and there is so much shade around anna but and i am coming in her defense in some cases because if she didn't know what he was doing I kind of understand why she stayed, not because I agree with her, but because in her religion, she believes that no matter what, you are never to divorce your husband. In the eyes of God, divorce is a sin. You are to stand by that man's side through thick and thin. And I find that despicable when it comes to her children. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It goes exactly back to what we were just saying earlier. We would kill anyone, including our husbands, if they ever touched anybody's babies, anybody for that matter, any age, especially my kids. Or your siblings, your family. That's disgusting. Oh, my God. I can't. It makes me want to die. I I feel like there's no way that Anna, through this whole time, didn't know anything. There's no fucking way. And, and she, like, this stuff just kept coming out. Like, like he was I under on her right. child, or excuse me, CP and her, I'm going to have to timestamp that one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he has possession of all of this stuff and she is still walking out of that damn courtroom. I know. In November and- of 2020 <sighs> fucking one holding his damn hand. She still stands by him through all of this. I can understand trying to get through the cheating stuff, especially in the religious aspect where like you're taught that divorce is a sin and stuff. I personally wouldn't stay with somebody if they cheated on me or were on like 
the Ashley Madison website. I, I personally wouldn't, but I can get it. It's a very common thing for women to stay with men who have cheated on them and done this sort of stuff, but there is a limit and you want to know what there's books out there specifically for this cult that talk about if your husband gets caught up in stuff specifically like this, like CP or C-SPAM or whatever it's called. It's like, um, C, uh, it's like child SA material. That's another, mm-hmm. um, acronym for it. CSAM. Mm-hmm. And it's like a, a guidebook on what to do if your husband gets caught up in stuff like this. And it basically like the quote from the book is literally like, if your husband gets caught doing this, pray to God that he'll go to court, that he'll go to court and get charged and get at least 20 years so that by the time that he gets out, your children will all be adults. Take your children to visit him regularly but don't, you know, it'll be in the You're kidding in, me. No, but then what? by the time that he gets out, they will be adults. And then you need to keep working on your marriage. Fucking a bro. Yeah. Okay. My ass. I, right. Yeah. There's no way. And it's just looking at his face. It's like another one of those guys looking at your it's face. Evil. Makes you want to hit you with a bat. It's fucking evil. Ugh. Anybody that does anything like that to babies. You're a piece of shit. You How deserve you to burn in fucking hell forever. I hope there are literal snakes biting your penis in hell for yeah. eternity. I hope they go Leonardo da Vinci on your ass. <laughs> See episode six or something for that reference. Yeah. <laughs> See bro. the intro. Bow chicka. Wow. Wow. Ugh. Yeah, bro. Disgusting as fuck. I can't. But yeah, that's fucking evil to me. To me, that is evil. That yeah. is pure evil. I digress. I I get Ugh. off of my fucking soapbox. Okay, guys. We could do a whole episode on those types oh, of yeah. There's a couple of oh, them that yeah. are really famous that we could do. I rest whole. my case this today, but you next time I need a ding ding Katie's court. Welcome to court. You're going to fucking jail, you stupid <laughs> bitch ass. <laughs> oh my gosh. I fucking hate that guy. I, I know. Him. Good. Mm. And I hate his parents too. I think it's ridiculous yeah, that they're disgusting. Uh, they're apologists. And to this day, they still apologize <coughs> or not apologize. I'm sorry. I wish they support would apologize. him. They support him. They're Go to rape court. apologists, child rape apologists, the worst kind. Disgusting. 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 I rest disgusting my Disgusting for sure. You should go to hell. The end. Your Seriously. turn. Oh boy. Whew, yeah, that was an intense one. I told you. Yeah, Today is intense. Crazy. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to read the super scary story. Okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Not TikTok. She's telling a scary story. Now, this one is kind of long. So y'all are just going to have to bear with me. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. From Reddit. The title of it is. My wife has been peeking at me from around corners and behind furniture. It has gone from weird to terrifying. My wife, Lynn, and I have been together for six years and married for 11 months. Our entire history together has been very normal 
and never once have I noticed any weird behaviors or red flags. I can't stress enough how out of character this whole thing is for her. Lynn is very intelligent, um, kind, and thoughtful. She's always been the no-nonsense type of person. Being childish or trying to scare me is not something that she would normally do. She doesn't even like watching horror movies. When we first started dating, she agreed to watch The Shining with me because she knew how much I loved horror, and she literally couldn't get through half of the movie before having to turn it off. She isn't into anything creepy and has never been into pranks. Not her cup of tea. And that's fine. But that's what's so strange about this. It's just so unlike her. I I should also add that she has never had any mental health issues. And as far as I'm aware, it does not run in her family. I know some people are able to hide their mental health problems. But in the six years that we've been together, I think I've seen some sort of sign. Two months ago, I was in the kitchen making myself some coffee before work. I was running a little bit late that morning and knew that I wouldn't be able to make it to Dunkin' Donuts for my usual morning fix. Should have got you a Java sub. Yeah. I took a sip of my coffee as I hurried down the hall towards the front door when I happened to notice Lynn peeking at me from around the corner ahead of me. I could only see her eyes and a strand of her long, dark hair hanging against the wall. The rest of her body was concealed behind the corner. I nearly spilled my coffee when I saw her. I burnt the shit out of my lips. Jeez, Lynn, I said, wiping the few drops of coffee off from my pants. You scared the shit out of me. She immediately popped out of view like a little kid that had been caught. I heard her scurry off towards the living room, and by the time that I got to the front door, she was out of sight. It was really, yeah, it was really weird and just totally out of character for her, like I said, but I also found found it kind of funny that she was being more playful and a little less serious. I shouted that I loved her and called her a weirdo as I shut the door behind me and I heard her laughing. Her behavior was a bit odd, but I certainly it certainly wasn't something to call a priest over. I forgot about it by lunch and by the time I got home, she was her normal self. I didn't bring it up and neither did she and life went on. The next incident happened three days later. It was around 2 a.m. and I had woken up to get a drink. I was standing at the kitchen island, jug of orange juice in my hand, when I felt a strong feeling that I was being watched. For whatever reason, I looked down at the floor and saw my wife's smiling face staring back at me. She was peeking at me from the other side of the island, staring up at me with wide, unblinking eyes and grinning like the Cheshire cat. Oh, my God. I screamed, not out of irritation, but fear. For some reason, at that moment, I was scared. At the second of my scream, Lynn scuttled backwards out of my view, her hands and feet smacking the tile floor as she hurried out of the kitchen on all fours. I got goosebumps. I'm telling you, this uh, freaked me the fuck out. <laughs> I didn't run after her or even yell at her. I just stood there frozen in shock, wondering what the fuck had possessed her to do that. It took me a little longer than I'd like to admit to go back upstairs, but I eventually did. And when I got to our bedroom, Lynn was laying on her side asleep or at least pretending to be. I stood there for a while watching her breathing to be sure that she was really asleep. I had the feeling that she might jump out at me and, the moment that I got into bed, but she didn't. I climbed into bed and she didn't even move. Her breathing was soft and deep. And I was starting to wonder if I had dreamt the whole thing. 
The next morning, I waited to hear her come down for coffee, and after handing her a mug and kissing her cheek, I decided to ask her about it. What was that about last night, I asked, keeping my tone light so I didn't offend or embarrass her. She frowned over her cup of coffee, shaking her head like she had no clue what I was referring to. You were peeking at me again from over Mm. there, I said, pointing to the spot on the floor. She followed my gaze, and when she looked back at me, she burst out laughing. She laughed so hard that I couldn't help but join her. You creep me the fuck out sometimes, you know that, I said. And she giggled and set her cup on the counter and wrapped her arms around my neck. You creep me out all the time, so I guess we're even. We said our goodbyes, and I left for work. And as I drove, I kept thinking about how creepy it had been to see her grinning at me from behind the island like that. The sounds of her hands made on the f- that made on the floor as she crawled away. I told myself that she was just trying to be silly, but trying to join me in my love of all things horror. It's not like I was afraid of her, but I st- it still didn't sit right with me. I started seeing her peeking at me more and more. Sometimes she'd even be peeking out from behind the couch or living room curtains. Once she had even managed to get inside her grandmother's old trunk that sits at the foot of our bed. I might not have even known that she was there at all had the trunk's old hinges not given her away. She'd had the lid propped up just enough so that only half of her face peeked through. She'd been grinning like an excited toddler. It was unnerving. I didn't even know what to say to her. All I could do was stare. When I finally found my voice, I asked her why on earth she was doing this. She didn't answer, but she had slowly closed the lid, shutting herself into the trunk. And I just walked away feeling disturbed. I didn't understand why she was doing it, um, but it clearly made her happy. I just hoped that she would tire of the game quickly. Mm. Lynn didn't peek at me for like two weeks, and I started to think that she was done with her weird prank, and I was relieved. We were watching a show on Netflix one night, and I jokingly said that I hadn't seen her peeking at me lately, and she must have given up on her spy game. Excuse me. She looked up at me with a small smile and said, maybe I've just gotten better at it. I didn't say anything, but I wondered whether or not she was joking. For the next few days, I couldn't stop thinking about what she said, what she said. She was still peeking at me when I was, was she still peeking at me when I wasn't looking or I, and I just hadn't noticed. And if so, what the hell was she getting out of this? I started to feel paranoid, constantly checking whether she was watching from around the corner or behind a door. After a few weeks without another incident, I began to relax. I stopped checking behind furniture and walls and told myself that it was just a bad memory. Lynn left to go to a friend's and I lounged on the couch and played a couple of games on my laptop. Around 9 p.m., I hopped in the shower and I was washing the the soap out of my hair. And I felt that awful feeling that I was being watched. I slowly opened my eyes and I almost had a fucking heart attack. Oh my God. Lynn was peeking from behind the shower curtain. Her entire head stretched into the shower, leaving her body outside. Her long, dark hair hung against the curtain, <gasps> the ends dripping wet. Her mouth hung open in a terrible grin, eyes wide and red as if she hadn't blinked in a while. I screamed and jumped back against the wall. She didn't move, nor did her smile waver. Her makeup ran down her cheeks in two black streaks, and she looked giddy and completely deranged. I was fucking terrified. 
We stood like that for a few moments, neither of, of us saying a word. Finally, after what felt like forever, she slowly pulled her head back out of the shower and I watched her blurry figure through the curtain as she moved backwards towards the bathroom door. A second later, the bathroom door shut hard enough to make the, uh, make the mirror rattle. And I screamed again and I jumped out of the shower to lock the door. And I stayed inside of that bathroom for over an hour. I wasn't going to put up with this crazy shit anymore Mm -hmm. is what I kept telling myself as I paced in the bathroom. And I stopped to look at, um, I stopped to listen at the door every few minutes. Suddenly I heard a muffled sound and I pressed my ear against the bathroom door straining to listen. I couldn't hear anything, but I envisioned Lynn standing on the other side of the door, giggling at her joke. I felt a surge of anger. I was beyond pissed at being made to feel scared in my own house and made to hide on the ba- in the bathroom for an hour. All for what? Some joke? If it was a joke, it was an awful one. What the fuck, Lynn? I snapped. This isn't, this is getting really annoying. I waited for her to apologize or to call me a jerk, but instead I heard a faint moan. So quiet, I wonder if I heard it at all. And then complete silence. Hold on, I'm going to take a sip. What in the fuck? This story just keeps getting crazier. Yeah. Lynn, I called out, not even able to hide the shakiness in my voice. No response. I swear to God, just fucking stop it. I yelled, pounding on the door. I waited for her to cuss me out, which is something that she would do if I ever spoke to her like this. But there was nothing. Just the occasional drip from the shower head. I won't deny that I was scared, too afraid to open the door and face my own wife. I waited another 30 minutes, which felt like a fucking lifetime. Finally, I decided that I wasn't going to spend the night hiding in my bathroom. So I got down on my knees and peered under the door, expecting to see her face peeking from behind peeking from behind it i could see straight down the hallway to the top of the stairs but no lynn (sighs) let's see i stood up my hand covering over the door and i mentally prepared myself to open it i slowly turned the lock with shaky fingers and was about to yank it open when i heard a sound that still makes me nauseous when i think about it a moan louder than before but this time i was able to tell where it was coming from I turned my head to the closet in the bathroom as if in slow motion and locked eyes with my wife (gasps) who was peeking out at me from the slight gap. Her eyes were still wide as ever and her mouth was hanging open in the most grotesque gaping smile that I had ever seen. I didn't even scream. I was too scared. Her hands were clasped to her chest, body trembling in sheer delight as if she could barely contain her excitement. A short, raspy moan bubbled up from her throat, deep and raw, sending a shiver through my entire body. Somehow, I found the ability to pull the bathroom door open and ran as fast as I could all the way down the stairs, snagging my keys and my phone from the table and running to my car. I could hear her shrill laughter behind me, but I didn't hear her getting any closer. I didn't bother shutting on, shutting the front door, putting clothes on. I got in my car and I drove from, from that house faster than I legally should have. Mm. I grabbed, I hadn't grabbed a coat or even a pair of shoes. I was literally still in my boxers. My hair was still damp. 
I drove straight to my brother Chris's house, about 40 minutes away, ignoring any and every call and text that I got. I didn't check my phone until I was safely parked in my brother's driveway. Lynn had called four times and sent a flurry of text messages, all wondering where I had gone and why I had left like that. I threw my phone at the dash in a rage, furious at her nonchalant attitude. My brother and his wife were surprised to see me, especially since I was just wearing boxers. <laughs> and they told me that I could stay as long as I needed. He, um, My brother lent me some clothes. He asked me what happened. I told him that him and me and Lynn had had a fight, but I didn't go any, into any details. Um, Let's see. So I tried to sleep on their sofa, but my brain wouldn't let me sleep. Every time that I closed my eyes, I saw Lynn's face staring at me from inside of the closet. Knowing that she'd been in there with me the entire time made my skin crawl. She had never left the fucking bathroom at all. Instead, she slipped inside of the closet and slammed the bathroom door shut just to fool me. Oh my the God. mere thought of going back home gave me anxiety. I tossed and turned, unable to sleep. Chris ended up giving me a sleeping pill so that I was able to get a little bit of rest. My mm. mind was filled with terrible dreams, all of them with Lynn's smiling face. I woke up as the sun started to rise. My sore body ached from the sofa and I felt drained. I knew that I'd have to call Lynn at some point, but I didn't know what to say to her. I wouldn't be going home unless she gave me her word that she'd never do this stuff again. I wanted my wife back. I was contemplating calling her and telling her that when a familiar feeling came over me, I was being watched. I was staring <gasps> at the ceiling and my heart was in my throat. I didn't want to look away, but the longer I ignored the feeling, the worse that it got. My eyes drifted away from the ceiling almost on their own. Her face was pressed up against the window beside the couch, oh staring down at me, that same gaping smile drool dribbled down her lips leaving two long streaks down the glass i didn't know how long that she'd been there but something told me that she'd been there quite a while possibly all night oh my god i didn't bother screaming though i was um though i was afraid anger trumped my fear that i felt at that moment I jumped from the couch and pounded my palm against the glass. Are you crazy? What the hell is wrong with you? Just go home. She didn't move and her ghastly expression never changed. If anything, her smile only grew as if she had never been more elated. I could hear Chris and his wife moving around upstairs and as she, it was like she could hear them, her head twitched slightly in their direction. She began to close her mouth slowly. My brother called my name from upstairs, obviously concerned. I turned to see him and his wife, Rebecca, hurrying down the steps. And when I turned back to the window, Lynn was gone. The only sign that she had been there was the two streaks of drool still dripping down the glass. I tried explaining everything to Chris and Rebecca about waking up and seeing Lynn watching me through the window. They were skeptical. Chris and I went outside. We saw no evidence of anybody be there, being there, just a slight indent in the ground. Um, right outside of the window, but no footprints in the dirt. Mm. I called out of the work that day and turned my cell phone off. I didn't want to face her. Just talking to her was too much at that point. Um, and then he just talks about how he's like considering divorce. I turned my phone on and I saw the dozens of texts that she had sent seemingly from a concerned wife. Can we talk? I love you. Please call me. I'm really worried. Can you answer? Just come home. 
more and more of the same, all texts telling me how she loved me and how she wanted me home, how worried she was. None of them addressing the crazy stuff that she had pulled. Like she hadn't been acting like a character from a Stephen King book. Even her texts were different. She normally texted novels just to tell me to pick up bread from the grocery store. I know it probably seems childish to some of you who are miles away from this situation, but if you saw the way that she had looked at me and how she scampered away on all fours like some wild animal, I think you find that my reaction was warranted. Mm -hmm. I ended up staying with my brother and Rebecca for another night. I didn't wake up yesterday until afternoon, and thankfully I didn't see her face in the window. I don't want to pry because it's not my place, but is this fight something that can be mended? Rebecca asked. And I said, I don't know. She's just different. She's a different person. People change, but she's still the same woman that you married. Maybe you both need to talk through your issues. Whatever going, whatever is going on, I'm sure it can be fixed. And I said, I think it's beyond that now. I don't think that talking would help. I just don't trust her. Lynn loves you. She has, she has to be absolutely crushed. I don't know about that, I said. Well, she certainly seemed like it to me. I've never seen her so upset, very much unlike the Lynn that I know. And it took me a full minute to, for her words to really sink in. And I said, wait, what do you mean? You saw her? And she nodded casually. She stopped by this morning just after Chris left for work, she said, cleaning the plates from the table. I didn't see her car, though. Maybe she took an Uber or something. Rebecca, what did she say? Did she come inside? I asked, and I started to sweat. I began to look around, examining the quarters, corners as though a predator lurked behind them. No, she just asked if you were awake yet, and I said that you weren't. I asked if she wanted me to wake you up, but she said no. She said just to let you sleep. That's all? She didn't say anything else? No, but she looked awful, like she hadn't slept in days. You should call her. I felt a little bit better knowing the fact that she hadn't come inside, but I still needed to double check that all the doors were locked. I sat for a while trying to figure out what to do next. I didn't want to go home, but I felt like I owed it to Lynn to help her if I could. If she was sick, which I truly believe that she was, I had to try and get her the help that she needed, but I didn't even know where to start. Um, I didn't want to call the police and besides what the hell was I going to tell them? It felt wrong and dangerous even, like something sinister, sinister lurked behind her smile. I knew as her husband, I was well within my rights to have her committed. But what if she simply acted normal in their presence? She'd obviously been able to fool Rebecca into thinking that she was just a concerned wife. Mm. And then they would probably just to release her 72 hours later. So what I did what any husband in my, in my position would do. I called her mother. I didn't want to. Me and her mother were never on the best of terms. We never fought or anything like that, but I had only met her twice. <laughs> Let's see. Um, she gave off this aura that felt like she was permanently on the offensive. And she always acted like she thought that her daughter could be better, better than me. I really didn't want to talk to her at all, but I had to talk to someone and someone who knew Lynn better than I did. So I gripped my teeth and I did what I had to. Yes. Marianne, it's me, Ben. Do you have a minute to talk? I'm in the middle of writing some checks, but if you insist, I suppose that I can spare a moment. What is it that you want to discuss? It's about Lynn. She's been acting strangely. And I was wondering if you had any idea whether there was something I was interrupted. 
It's a bit difficult to follow your rambling. What is it that you want from me? I wanted to know if that if you'd ever noticed anything odd about Lynn's behavior or possibly any mental health issues. There was a long, uncomfortable pause, and I couldn't tell um, because she was just if she was just thinking or something else. Finally, after a few seconds, she spoke. I'm not sure if this is one of your jokes, Ben, but I don't find the humor in it. I've got business to attend to, so if you don't mind, and but I cut her off before she could hang up on me. This is not a joke. I'm sincerely concerned about Lynn's mental health. Her behavior has been very erratic lately, and I'm very worried about her, and I figured as her mother that you would be as well. If you're truly concerned, then I suggest that you get the health professionals involved. I don't know what you expect of me. Please, if it's not for me, do it for Lynn. I heard a faint, shaky intake of breath as she were trying to hold her persona together, but failing. And I started to ask what was wrong. And she said, Benjamin, I don't know what to tell you. My only advice would be to seek professional help. Do not call here again. Goodbye. And she hung up. Um, after a while, I almost gave up trying to understand the situation until I remembered her last words that she said to me, seek professional help. She had also said those words with a bit of urgency. I could tell I could have just been grasping at straws, but no, I was sure her voice had changed ever so slightly when she said that as if they were very important. What did she mean? I'd assume that she'd been referencing, referring to medical professionals, but maybe she was referring to someone else. Excuse me. I waited for Chris to get home, and after a very long and exhausting conversation with him and Rebecca, I convinced them that Lynn truly needed psychiatric help. I didn't tell him everything. I wasn't prepared to go into it yet, but I told them about our last encounter, how she had hidden in the bathroom, peeking at me from the closet. They were obviously shocked, but thank thankfully they believed me. They too wanted to help her. They uh, Still, they didn't think that it was all that serious. Um, weird maybe, but not dangerous. They just kept saying that Lynn had to be playing some kind of weird joke, maybe for YouTube or something. Chris didn't think that he should involve the police just yet. He offered instead to go with me to the house. Let's see. We drove over this morning just after breakfast, and there was no way that I was going at night. When we pulled into the driveway, my stomach began doing somersaults. Her car wasn't there, but I still didn't let my guard down. The front door was ajar, and for a split second, I saw that we'd see her eyes staring through the gap. I was shaking and starting to sweat. Chris, however, was fine. He waited for me to open the door, his hands in his pockets, and he was like he was going on a fucking stroll in the park. And I envied his ignorance. I pushed the door open and was immediately hit with the stench of rot. Chris smelled it too, and he walked in the house behind me with his nose scrunched up. What do you guys use to clean the floor around here? Shit he mumbled. Shut up, I said, my eyes darting around for any signs of Lynn. The house was deadly quiet and dark, despite being 10 in the morning. All the curtains were closed up tight, refusing to allow, allow in any sunlight. We moved through each room, carefully checking any place that she had might, might have been, occasionally calling her name. Why the fuck are you under the couch? Chris asked eventually. Aren't we looking for your wife? And he was looking at me like I was crazy. Let's just go upstairs, I whispered. 
He shook his head but followed me up the stairs to check the bathroom in the spare room. On the way up, my shoes crunched over pieces of glass that looked to be littered over a few of the steps. I noticed that one of Lynn and and I's wedding portraits that had hung on the wall along the staircase had been smashed. The frame hung crookedly, all the glass removed. I stared at the picture, a a lump forming in my throat. We had taken the photo just after leaving the church after saying our vows. We climbed the rest of the steps and checked the spare bedroom, but it looked completely untouched. I was hesitant to go into the bathroom, my fear from that night coming back to me all at once. Chris noticed and offered to go in by himself, but I couldn't let him do that, so we walked in together, checking checking the closet and the shower. And the bathroom looked like it hadn't been touched since I left that night. I don't think that she's in here, Ben. Why don't you pack some clothes and we'll try coming back tomorrow or something? I nodded and went and went into um, our bedroom and grabbed some clothes to shove into a duffel bag. When I checked inside of our closet, I came across the source of the smell and I gagged. Chris took one look and all of the color disappeared from his face. He had to go stand by the stairs to get away from the sight and the smell. I gazed down in shock at what lay inside my bedroom closet, soaking the rug where at least a dozen eyeballs, all carefully laid out in pairs. Some were as large as a quarter, while others were tiny as a marble. I stared down at the eyes that she'd collected from small animals and wondered how she'd gotten them, and shuddered at the thought. Man, I thought that I had it bad with Rebecca's shoe addiction, but fuck me, your wife is in here collecting eyeballs. And he started gagging. I think we should go, he called from the hall. I'm getting nauseous. All right. I grabbed my duffel and shut the closet door. Um, I stepped out into the hall and took a deep breath of air, and all I could taste was the raw on my tongue, and I couldn't help but gag. Who the fuck lines up eyeballs in their closet like that? Well, I tried to tell you that she needed help. She doesn't need help, Ben. She needs a fucking exorcist. Are you coming or what? I can't stand the smell. Any And his words died in his throat and his eyes grew wide with fear. I didn't ask him why. I could feel it. Someone was watching me and I didn't think that it was the eyes in the closet. I turned around and my eyes slowly scanning the bedroom. Christ, I whispered as I finally saw what we'd missed. Under the bed, curled on her side, watching us with the excitement of a kid on Christmas morning was my wife. She held her hands together under her chin and they were shaking eager, eagerly. Now that she knew that she'd been found, I could hear the quiet noises that she was making sort of a hiccuping sound in her throat as if the excitement was just too much for her. It was unnerving to say the least wide eyes and the same huge smile. Everything in me told me to run, but I forced it away. This was my wife. No matter how twisted she was, she was still the woman that I married. I had to help her. Lynn, I said softly. She didn't respond, but her head bobbed back and forth in two quick little movements as if she was nodding. I just want to help, okay? Can can you let me do that? I asked. I had taken a single step forward, approaching her like some kind of dangerous animal. I love you, Lynn, I said softly, taking another step closer. She let out a tiny, she let a tiny moan escape her wide open mouth, and I had to resist the urge to run. Her shoulders were starting to quiver, and her eyes grew as large as saucers. 
I crouched down so that I could see her better and immediately saw the blood. Her hands were covered in it. They trembled more the closer I got as if she was barely able to contain herself. Lynn, are you hurt? You're bleeding, I said. She bobbed her head again, bloody fingers moving up and down as if playing an invisible piano. They occasionally grazed her skin, leaving smears of blood. I wanted to recoil in disgust. The smell was coming that was coming off of her was revolting, and I could feel the vomit trying to come up in my throat. Her lips were dry and stretched thin, blood seeping between the cracks. I knew that she wouldn't come out on her own, but I didn't want to leave her in the state that she was in. I scooted closer and I reached out to her. The excited hiccuping sounds got louder and her hands shook, fingers flexing. It was then that I could see the blood oozing from between her fingers. Oh my God, Lynn, you're bleeding. I instinctively reached out to take her hand, but before I could even touch her, her hand sprang out towards me and a sharp pain shot through my arm and I fell back on my ass. My arm burned and I could see the blood dripping down onto the carpet. I looked at her in shock and saw her grinning madly, her fingers clutching a large shard of glass. Are you all right? Chris asked from behind me. I turned my head slightly and nodded at him, cradling my arm to my chest. When I turned my face back to Lynn, I saw that her focus had shifted and she wasn't looking at me anymore and she was not smiling anymore either. She was staring past me, her eyes glaring at Chris in the way that a hungry lion might stare at an antelope. Her mouth was still hanging open, but it was twisted into a snarl. I got to my feet and began walking backwards down the hall, afraid to take my eyes off of her. Are you bleeding? Chris asked. The moment the words left his mouth, Lynn, Lynn started fast scooting out from under the bed, the glass shard still in her fist. Run, I yelled at him. He must have been too afraid to move because a second later I felt my back bump into him. He was still standing at the top of the stairs, staring at horror as to what was my wife. She had crawled completely out from under the bed and stood in the bedroom doorway, her face twisted in rage. Her whole body was vis visibly tense. Jesus, Lynn, Chris said, are you playing hide and seek? I reached back and I pushed him towards the step. Move your ass. Lynn bobbed her head in a fast, sharp motion and began to grin, stretching her mouth open wider and wider so that her chin seemed to touch her chest. I heard Chris mutter a prayer, and then he was, as he was running down the stairs, I stood at the top of the steps, stuck between the love of a woman who clearly needed serious help and self-preservation. I only want to help, I said, um, choking back tears. Her eyes focused on me once again as she slowly lifted the glass, holding it out in front of her, and then she started sprinting towards me, grinning with utter excitement. Thankfully, my body took over, and I flew down the stairs, skipping two or three at a time. I made it to the front door before I felt her leap onto my back, wrapping her arms around my neck, her open mouth next to my ear so that I could hear the terrible hiccuping. I shook her off of me, knocking her to the floor, and I felt a searing pain in my back as she went, but I tore open the front door and I bolted to my car. Chris was standing in the front yard talking on the phone with police. I didn't say a word. I just ran to my car and jumped in. Chris took the hint and followed me, still on the phone with 911. I watched the rearview mirror, sure that I'd see her there running after us, but I never did. I went to the ER and got 11 stitches in my arm and three in my back. The police asked a lot of questions and went back to the house to do a search, but of course, Lynn wasn't there.
They advised me to stay with a friend or relative for a while and to file a restraining order as soon as I could, but none of those things would matter. Somehow I just knew. I dropped Chris off at home and I went to a motel about an hour away. I wanted to put as much distance between me and Lynn as I could. This is where I've been for the last four hours. I thought maybe the police would find her. Maybe they'd get her the help that she desperately needs. But now I don't think so because 40 minutes ago, I got a text from an unknown number, just three words, I found you, and a picture attached to it. The picture was dark and grainy, but I instantly knew what it was. There was no mistaking my wife's eyes. I just started typing this out immediately after. I don't know what to do. I'm alone and I'm scared and I can't help but to feel that I'm being watched. Bruh. (laughs) I'm sorry that that was so long, but man. Genuinely, like, I got like tears in my eyes from how, like, eye opening and like fucking terrifying that was. I hate it. Very juicy. I loved it. Thank you. Oh, scary as fuck, and I'll probably never forget that. Thank you. Yeah, I, I, mm. like mm. I said, Reddit stories don't normally scare me, but that's that one, bitch. One. That's a good one. Ooh. You said you got it off of no sleep, and I'm I'm very similar okay. with you. It's like uh, no sleep. I don't know, but that one was very, very, very well written. So, if it but my happen. question is, what do you think? It is that he is dealing with. Do you think his wife is possessed or do you think that it's not his wife and it's something that's pretending to be his wife or what? Like, definitely somebody possessed her body for sure. Yeah. That's fucking terrifying. Oh, and then when I was in the shower earlier today, I was thinking about the part where it's like she was peeking into yes. the shower and it was like her, her hair was all wet down and her makeup is running down her face and she's like, yeah, that's Jeff the killer. Scary. Yes. Oh. That's what I was thinking. Jeff the killer. Bro, maybe I should start oh, doing that to Joey. Yeah, do it. But see, it wouldn't be weird coming from you because you love spooky stuff. I do, but I should act like I don't know what he's talking about. Get on all fours like this bitch did. (laughs) I should like do the bridge pose and just (laughs) run (laughs) while you're doing a bridge. Well, I'm going to leave this next part up to you. Do you want to play a game and then we'll do a palate cleanser? Or do you want to just jump to the palate cleanser and call it a night? Let's do the palate cleanser. I'm kind of tired okay. of reading. It is, that was a long, long story. That was long. And this was yeah. a great episode. We're going to have to do a part two because I have other content yeah. that I didn't even share. I do too. I do too. I have a lot of content I would love to share with you guys. And I saw you had like two other stories after that one. Yeah. So yeah. If you guys are interested in hearing uh, a second part from this evil stories, I guess, let us know because we'd like we'd like to know. We'd like to hear from you guys. The internet is filled with it, surprisingly. Uh, yeah. Go figure. <laughs> Who would have thought it? Um, all right. You're going to have to show the palate cleanser. Okay. I, I, I put a TikTok and I don't know if this is going to make any sense. And I don't know if this music is copyrighted or not, but I found it to be very relevant. There is okay. much evil in this world, but I can still hold space for peace. Okay, guys, we're just going to like cleanse ourselves. A very relevant TikTok I found the other day. That one. <laughs> the music in it is very comforting. Oh, okay. And it's like a nice little. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is nice. 
Aww. I can remain an optimist while still holding space for fear. True. <laughs> I love that. Get it? Get the vibes? Yeah. The I, burping vibes. Why is there a heart right on his pee-pee? Because it's for pee-pee doodles. <laughs> his little pee-pee doodle heart. Right. A, um, a very comforting facts. Yes. Just scroll through and read us like five or six different all right. comments that you see that are comforting all right let's see i'm i'm not screen sharing this just because okay. i don't fine. think y'all want to look at reddit nah. <laughs> sometimes dogs in movies have to have cgi tails because they keep wagging their tails they're just happy to be there oh let's see view entire discussion yes let's see let's see Scientists highly doubt that Yellowstone National Park will ever have another super eruption. In fact, it's unclear if it's even if it even even has enough magma beneath its caldera to erupt again, let alone have a super eruption. That actually is really comforting to me that's because the thought comforting. of that <laughs> scares yeah. the shit out of me because we're overdue for one. So that's that's nice. Hey, where is Yellowstone? I'm forgetting. Is that Michigan or is it north or south Dakota? Am I dumb? I am I geographically stupid. Sorry, Let guys. Me, I'm gonna Google. Comment it. down below where the fuck is Yellowstone? <laughs> Yeah, where is Yellowstone? National Comment Park? down below. Am I a fucking dumbass for not knowing? Wyoming extending. Oh, you got a fart? Is that yeah. what you oh, said? It, it left me. It disappeared. Mostly in Wyoming extending to Montana. You were, bro, I was nowhere near. <laughs> Call me a dumbass. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> North Dakota, South Dakota, Michigan, and Montana are all the same. Anything in the middle of the country. Sorry. All the square states. But Montana looks like a face. That's the only way I know it's, it's different. I'm glad that you know that. Literally anything to the <laughs> anything to the west of like Tennessee and anything to the east of Nevada, it's all yeah. just one big blob. Just to big me. block. It's a block. <laughs> it's a fucking, they're just squares. It's the now of the USA, you know? Yeah. Let's do a couple more and we'll call it a night, guys. All right. This was a great episode. Yeah. Clap, clap. Like to curl up and sleep in flowers. Google it. You know what? Deleted user. I might Google it. I want to see it feel like sleeping in a in a flower. We'll call it on that one. We'll call it on the on the sleeping mice and a field mice and a flower. Field mouse and a flower. Let's see. <gasps> oh, that's so little. It's so oh, cute. Hi. Hello, little boy. <laughs> Oh, look at the oh pollen God. on his little whisker. Oh, he's no. Look at his tail. It looks like a little tongue. Oh, oh my, my God. God. Look at how precious. Oh, he's sleeping. That look at this so one. He's smiling. Oh, what if you actually like picked a flower and there was a little mouse in there? Oh, my God. They go oh, he's got a little puff. Oh, there's <laughs> one. Oh, my God. At least small mouth. That's so cute. Wow. This is very, this was a nice I love this. way to end this episode. We should do this more often. Maybe we should like. Um, <laughs> I agree. I agree. Do you watch Deaf Noodles at all? Do you watch Deaf Noodles? The I guy watch that him does? on TikTok. 
yeah, I like him, but he's always like, and now a palate cleanser. And I was like, you know what? I should probably do something like that. We, we get in, in depth here on this show. We should do that. We yeah. should save that Reddit thread and just do that every week until we get through the whole Sounds thing. Sounds good. Sounds Let's good. Thanks for watching, guys. If you enjoyed today's episode, I hope that you will go and like our Facebook page so you are always up to date. Turn on the notifications and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Like it. All of that good stuff. It really does help our channel grow. Um, it really does. We yeah, got an Instagram now. We do. We have an Instagram. Sam went ahead and made us an Instagram. We post a couple pictures there. We posted a couple pictures there. Um, we have a TikTok. I feel like I have an infographic here around here somewhere, but I guess Thank not. You do. I thought I did, but now it's gone. So we're the just take my word though. for it. We're the same. And you guys can actually see our names down below. I will post those. You can see, hey, I'm Katie Ryan and Samantha Reed 7. You can find us on, what, are you the same on Twitter? No. Or are you something different. else on? I think I'm different on Twitter. Don't follow me on Twitter. I'm yeah, I don't want anybody to follow me on Twitter, really. Never mind. <laughs> Disregard that. Um, but yeah, I had a great time. That was fun. Thank you. Thank you, Java Stock and Lesson <laughs> Thank Foundry. Thank you, Java Stock and Lesson Foundry. You guys go support them the way they support us. And yeah. that is it. We're out. Peace out. Peace out, Peace out friend. Out. Let me get this outro going. Do it, do it, do it. Hit the...